You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Welcome to this week's episode of Shut Up A Second. I'm Cass. Hayden's here. Hello, yes I am. And today we are joined by the wonderful world-class comedian, Grace Jarvis. Hello, thank you for having me. We don't usually clap. I don't know why I felt the need to clap, but there you go. It's just world-class. Of course. You, you yeah, you said world-class. I'm like, oh my God, I should be clapping. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's a governmental body distinguishing who's world-class or not. But Have I... you played at other places in the world that aren't Australia? Yes. World-class! World class. Yeah, yeah, that's world-class. <laughs> And today's topic is crop circles. If you got to draw circles in the crop, like you got to do any shape, what are you doing? I mean, circles are pretty good. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, my first thought is dick and nuts, but that's because I'm very immature. That's a lot of circles, though. There's mostly circles. It's round edges. Mm. You'd struggle with with an oblong. Of any kind. Mm. Who's getting that corner right, you know? Wait, which corner are you talking it's about? It's in a, a, like a right angle or any sort of hard angle. Hard angle. It's tricky. Like doing what? like a star. Oh, I see what you say. Okay, yeah. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> you're saying to me, what right angle does a dick and nuts have? It doesn't. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it has none. <laughs> Wait, does that make it easier or harder? I'm so, oh, it makes it easier because it's all round edges. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like 30 seconds in, I've lost it already. There's a reason the NASCAR, li- NASCAR, ASCAR lines. NASCAR, li- Na- mm. yeah, NAS- NASCAR lines. Yeah, I know There's the ones. There's a reason they don't have any squares. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just like what, what curvy you... little chickens and stuff. Yeah, like a about? spaceman. They're like these uh, lines <laughs> in the desert. Uh, they were put there ages and ages ago. They were a bit of a mystery for a while. I can't remember how the mystery worked out, but I think they figured it out. But basically the air and stuff was so arid and there was like, I don't know, they just carved all these lines into the sand uh, or into the dirt and the rocks and stuff. And they're there for like, they've been there for like thousands of years. In Peru. In Peru, The thing is, it's like, how did they make the shape when you can only really see the shape from the sky. Yeah, like they're so oh. old but they're, and they're so big that you can only really tell what they are from very high up. Yeah, which is like, who are they for? Yeah. You know? and this one's like a spaceman. And they last for ages just because oh. the, the kind of desert it's in or whatever there's like, I don't know, it doesn't like erode or anything. They kind of just... Maintains. So they're man-made, or yeah, is that man-made. part yeah, of them? <laughs> Do you think they're naturally occurring? <laughs> just a spider, <laughs> just like oh, it's a really good ant that that nature has drawn. <laughs> Spot on. I've never been that bored, but I can perceive it. Yeah, if you had nothing yeah. else going on. No, I do get it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like if I'm like, I'll just count my steps. And I'll just do the whole thing. That's how they did it. They counted they the steps. They had not established um, various electrical entertainment settings. So I guess, yeah. It was At it. a certain yeah. point, it's like, well, we got to draw something somewhere. <laughs> got to do something. You have a lot of downtime back in the day. Yeah. It'd be nice. I think people say that. And then I'm like, I don't think you do. You've got you to find water, bring the water back to where you live. That's true. Start a fire. It's dark already now. <laughs> You're churning butter. Like. <laughs> You're racing candlelight. You're sewing all your own clothes. It seems like it's taking up yeah. a lot of time just keeping yourself alive. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Which I think is what's so impressive about the lines. It's like, wow, they spent all that time taking... You know, keeping themselves alive, and they made it. You know, nice art. <laughs> no, but you're right. Who's it for? I'm just learning about this. Who was that for? I think it's probably for the gods, right? I think that's the maybe the theory. It's like it's an offering, not an offering, but like a 
Look at this. Okay. Gods. Well, that that does check, check out. Check out cool. Check out this cool chicken. I counted all my steps <laughs> and made a big spider. And like, if they'd written it on paper or bark or whatever, yeah, wouldn't still be there. Wouldn't still be there. Yeah, you're right. Maybe they had like an extensive planning committee. God, I hope you have no Peruvian listeners <laughs> to us just. Just butchering their <laughs> sacred sites. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think chicken. Maybe a modern day sort of NASCAR lines thing and do a big, big old chicken in the in the crop circles would be fun. Mm. Wait, is there a chicken one, or have I made that up? I feel like there's a bird. There's an one. ant and a bird and a man. Yeah, and a monkey. Cool. And there is a spider and Are a there tree. Monkeys in South America. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay. I didn't know that. And a whale, apparently. God, I'm learning so much about this. I'll be honest, most of my knowledge comes from a uh, young adult science fiction novel uh, where they uh, theorized that it was for aliens. So, um, <laughs> it was for aliens? Or by what? aliens, or I don't remember. Yeah. I, there was something about they were like opening the pits of d- the portal to hell and the NASCAR lines were involved, and and I um I have uh, internalized some fiction. <laughs> I think. Where's what is that? What, what the book? book? Yeah, it was um it was a Horowitz one. Uh, Evil Star. Hang on. Evil Star. Um, Raven's Gate, or it was about these teens that all had powers across the world, and then they had to connect them up to stop evil from uh. And etc. Oh, that sounds like <laughs> YA. Yeah, mm. yeah. It was also a terror. Raven's Gate was the first one, and then the second one was uh, Evil Star, and then those were the only ones that they had on audiobook at my library. So I don't know how they save the world, but one assumes they do. <laughs> <laughs> there should be more young adult fiction where they just lose and the world ends. Do you think that'd be good? Teach, teach the kids a lesson. I think that's what post-apocalyptic fiction is for. Like oh, yeah. post 9-11, we had a lot of Hunger Games adjacent shit of <laughs> yeah, like, hey, true. the world's bad, yeah, actually. Okay, yeah. Mm. Young people are like, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, see that I can daily. <laughs> really empathize with this. <laughs> Adults being like, hey, it's pretty tough out there. And young people are like, yeah, man, it's tough now. It's yeah. tough here. It's all tough. <laughs> It's all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the news since I was like eight years old has been telling me about climate change mm. and being like, there are going to be more um, excessive weather events in your lifetime. I didn't realize that they were all going to be excessive. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. And then they're like, why do young people have anxiety? It's like, well, yeah. you made us grapple with mortality pretty early. Pretty much straight away. Immediately. So I gain consciousness and the news is like, well, the world's ending. And you're like, ah. (laughs) It's good because in Melbourne there's been a bunch of earthquakes recently, like all very small. But like, is this part of it? What's this? I didn't think this was part of it. Oh, yeah. Like I feel like (laughs) the earthquakes are ominous. You know, I moved to Melbourne and I was like, (laughs) I did not expect earthquakes to come up. I mean, they're pretty mild. Seasonal depression. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's yeah, a given. that was yeah. Awful, awful hay fever. Uh huh. And those trees that stink like cum. Yeah, that's yeah. a given. But earthquakes, you didn't think was part you of the deal. You do not expect earthquakes. No. Both, both times I've sat in my bed and gone, "Is this an earthquake?" Until the earthquake was over. Yeah, which is simply not how I thought I would handle an emergency situation. Like, <laughs> well, oh yeah, because they're not as bad as way you're like, "Oh, this is an earthquake." You're like, "Is it an earthquake?" <laughs> I was like, "Did a tram go past?" It does for you. You'd be like, but I'm living in my, I'm in my house. And don't live on a tram line. It would be quite unusual. Or or is there a giant truck parked outside of my house? That's what it feels like. The the most recent one, my flatmate was like, Did a truck hit the 
house. And I'm like, <laughs> it went too long for a truck hitting the house. Yeah. But initially you're like, oh, this is a car-related issue. Then you're like, oh, this is a long car-related. This can't. I, this must be an earthquake. Yeah. If I've had long enough to think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is yeah. that you think, is this an earthquake? I think this is an earthquake. This is an earthquake. <laughs> it must yeah. be, yeah. yeah. I've been in bed both times both as times. well. Yeah. And the first time it happened, I was like, oh. And then I was on the lowest level of my house. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't feel the second one. Really? I was just, I, the first one woke me up. We've actually had three. Was, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not counting the third one because I didn't feel it. I didn't it feel the same. I, I was asleep. The first it. one was during lockdown and my flatmate came in and was like, is this an earthquake? And I was like, is this an earthquake? Until it was over. And then the second one, I was really stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like oh, this is fine. I'm just freaking what out. What is happening? <laughs> is the call coming from inside or outside the house? Like, yeah, is, is this, this me? Like... <laughs> is this, am I doing this? <laughs> That's so funny. The second one, I'd been like in bed and texting my housemate who was also in bed trying to get like the Wi-Fi password. So like they'd been sending me codes being like, does this one work? I'm like, no, because I just moved in. And then the next message was, hey, is this an earthquake? Yeah. Then being like, yeah. I'm like, okay, the, the house doesn't just do this right. Yeah. Yeah, that's this true. isn't some sort of garage. Place. Like, I've at least lived in the same place the whole time I've lived in Melbourne. So I'm like, I have a gauge of what normal <laughs> shaking is. Yeah. I, just... I do live on a tram line. So at first you're like, is that the tr- no? That is not the tram. <laughs> this is more. I realized I'd completely forgotten about that first earthquake when we were in lockdown. I completely forgot about that. That's more. That's, that was so like exciting. Earthqu- it I was know. so yeah, exciting. My, my power went out after that earthquake. Oh. And I was like, oh my god, this is like a proper thing. It was so exciting to have a kind of drama that wasn't the actual apocalypse we were living through. Yeah, it was oh, like yeah. Ooh, a second kind of different apocalypse. Ooh. How refreshing! Oh. Did you get? Because you would have been in Melbourne right before. COVID started, right? Yeah. So Did you move to Melbourne and then we went to lockdowns? Yep. Oh, sure did. I'm but so sorry. Were you here long enough to also <laughs> they get... They cancelled the comedy festival. I bought a rabbit. I panicked. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what do I do? I got to make a life for myself. Yeah, I got to do something. Were you here for long enough to have the first wave of apocalypse of you can't go outside because the air's poison? Oh, that was good. Yeah. I wasn't you... living here at that point. But. Oh, my God. I was. So th- there were so many fires that the air was toxic, so you couldn't leave yes. the house. And then when COVID kicked in, I remember walking outside being like, you know, it's actually really nice to be able to leave the house. And I <laughs> felt like, well, you know, at least with this COVID stuff, I can go outside yeah. and at I can breathe the in the air. It was like January. Nice? It was like, you know, <laughs> oh, we don't have any masks and everyone's getting smoke in their lungs and mm. it's all so dangerous. And then March, it was like, and now we don't have any masks, but it's a different kind of mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would like be, everyone Googling, being like, will my, will my bushfire mask work for COVID? Yeah, literally. Mark? No. Yeah. No, different mask. <laughs> they changed their mind repeatedly, too. They were like, cloth masks are fine. And then as soon as there was enough of the other kind of mask, they were like, cloth masks are not fine. Yeah. <laughs> we were lying to you. <laughs> we, we just wanted you to stay calm. Please stop <laughs> using cloth masks. When they were like, you can use... Any sort of face covering. If you wrap a scarf around you with the mask shortages, that, that will not do anything. No. You are unsafe. <laughs> Unwrap the scarf from your head. <laughs> I was still like, in like the fifth or sixth lockdown, I was still seeing people with just like a bandana around their head. Oh, I was yeah. like, come on, man. Yeah. Oh, you're Musk the reason was, we're um, still doing this. Elon Musk was like the whole time always just that like black bandana. It's like, you 
Every <laughs> no one thinks you look cool. Put it, no, if you, you really like want to, <laughs> if you really want to wear that black bandana, that's fine. But you have to put the mask on underneath. underneath. Yeah, yeah, you can look like a bandit. If but you then want it's to, like but... so clear that the bandana is just for aesthetic purposes of yeah. like looking like a. I'm a badass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't really hear much about crop circles anymore, and I'm thinking it's because of all the actual news that is happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a real time in like the '80s. Yeah, I think it was '80s and '90s crop circles. Like, what's going on with these? And it was. Like it was like between two between a war and an epidemic, there mm. was like crop circles, and then it was like we don't have time. Who's doing these? Well, one of the features of crop circles is that they crop up overnight. They're obviously named for the crops. I don't know why I tried to. <laughs> well, I don't think it could crop, be both. Is crop up the phrase? Wouldn't it be pop up. Crop up. Make, crop up. I guess that makes sense because crops grow up. Yeah. So that makes sense. Okay. And quickly. I'll let it slide. Thank you. It is also, you don't have to let it slide. It is a real phrase. <laughs> we are right. Okay. <laughs> Believe women. <laughs> Believe women. <laughs> crop circles pop up overnight. Um, but when I was researching all the history of crop circles, I actually found something a bit more interesting. Can oh, I good. tell you about crop marks? Yes. What are crop marks? A crop mark is when there are archaeological or natural features that are underneath the earth that you've planted the crops on. And so over, so it doesn't happen overnight. It happens over ages and it happens every single year at the same time. But uh-huh. it'll just form like squares and circles in the crops because of all of the shapes and mounds that are underneath. So like if you've got oh. like an old city or something or you've got old rock faces. So you can have a look. They're just random little patterns. It oh, looks that's kind awesome. Of, it so it's like looks... less or more nutrients in certain bits. Is that kind of what it is? I this think is so. Very time team shit where I'm like, oh, yes, a cottage used to be here. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like very archaeological features of the old landscape. Oh, yeah, cool. See, like the outlines of all the old walls and stuff. Yeah. It That's It looks sick. a little bit. So imagine, if you will, the a field of grass and the seats, the, pa- the fabric on a bus had a baby, and that's what these It does. Are. It is bus fabric vibes. Yeah, it's very sure. bus fabric, and it's so nice. It is nice. It's very pretty. I know. and Because, think... like, the thing with crop circles is it's like, ooh, what if an alien did this? What if a UFO did this? And I'm like, because they're like, oh, it's a, it's a perfect circle, but there's nothing showing how they got out of the circle. And I'm like, yeah, they got a lawnmower. They mowed a, lo- a circle <laughs> and then they turned the lawnmower off. <laughs> and walked out of there. And walked out of there. Like, yeah. I, I, this is not hard. Yeah. A lawnmower is not always mowing, you know? <laughs> you can just lift it up. You and lift walk. it up. Yeah. I just walk through the crops on the way out and people are, like, losing their minds, calling the X-Files. I'm like, I don't know. Crops are big. Like, you've yeah. seen movies when people get lost in, like, a cornfield and stuff. Mm. and it's, That is true. It's hard to knock over corn. Yeah, corn would be a tough one. That wouldn't be your ideal crop for a circle. Yeah, I suppose I you can't think. really lawn mower some corn. Well, do you want to know how they actually make crop circles? Yes. I looked into it because I was like, how? That's, it does look cool. So um, the way they make crop circles, I guess it, it's not that surprising once you hear it, but you're like, oh, yeah. Um, basically, you tie something to the a random point in the crops and then you get a big long rope and then you get a big board and then you walk around and you Oh, you flatten it down. Yeah, and you flatten the crops down while while touching the rope at like when it's fully tight so you get a perfect circle. So it's not even a lawnmower, it's like a big board. Yeah, that seems yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. And would you I get why you do that. That seems like an activity. Mm. Yeah, I feel like you'd have to do that with your friends, right? Yeah, well there's these two famous guys. Uh their names are Doug Bauer and Dave Chorley. And they said so there was a famous 
Sort of one of the first famous crop circles was in Australia, actually. Oh. It was in Tully, and this farmer, it was in 1966, and a farmer said that he witnessed a saucer-shaped craft rise 30 or 40 feet from a swamp and then fly away. <laughs> and then they found a 32-foot-long and 25-foot-wide like bit of grass that was kind of flattened in a circle, and it sort of looked like a crop circle. And then these guys, Doug Bauer and Dave Chorley, they're, they're British, and they heard about that. And in the 80s, they started just making crop circles in the UK. Or in, um, oh, so the first one might have been real. <laughs> the first one was real, potentially, yeah. <laughs> um, and they did such a good job. Um, they used that method with the board and the rope and the anchor point and stuff. It was that they put some wire attached to a baseball cap, but I can't quite work out what Why? that was for. <laughs> oh, so like instead of just doing a board, you have a slightly raised one? I don't know. All it said was they use... Um, yeah, a wire attached wire attached to a baseball cap. I don't understand what that means. Maybe it's so that you stand the right amount of distance from the post. So oh yeah, that head, maybe that's like the rope has is... to be in the hat ah. where you stand. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh yeah, because maybe you need to, you need two hands to push the push the, the crops the, down. Yeah, ah. maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so when these guys. Um, all these crop circles are going crazy. Everyone's like, oh, my God, aliens are real. There's no way a human being could do this. Uh, they chimed up with like, oh, actually, we've been doing it. It's us. It's and super then, easy. And then people didn't believe them. <laughs> they were like, no, no, you're taking credit for what aliens that have done. That is There's classic. No that is classic humanity yeah, to and, be like, actually, we would rather believe in the aliens. Yeah. Uh, they were like, you can't, that can't be done. It's a natural process or it's aliens. So what they did is they made another crop circle that was square to prove it was them, <laughs> and then they filmed themselves doing it. Very fun. Oh, well, apparently you can make square crop circles. I, oh, well. I'm sorry about <laughs> talking about right angles so much. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. now we know about the board. The board, yeah. Mm. You just grab your mates, walk forward. It does yeah. seem more um, fulfilling than like, what's it called, like pogo tennis, where it's like they stick the thing in the backyard <laughs> and then oh, yeah. you hit the ball around until you get bored. Yeah, it'd be a similar sort of setup. Yeah. Anyway. Just like that, but... Stake that into the ground. You have a, you know, product. Mm. And then you don't even need to destroy the crops either because if you do it after it rains, the stuff just sort of folds over. And, and then pops back and then up pops again. pops back up later. Look at that. Ah. Not even a destructive prank. I feel. I think we should get into making crop circles. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> do you want to be outside for that long? Mm. In yeah, the dark? You get a grass seed in your skin, it'll be nightmarish. Yeah. Yeah, that, that gets dogs all the time. Mm. Dogs hate grass seeds. I didn't even know. I mean, obviously there are seeds to grass, but I didn't <laughs> think that was for us to know about. I thought they were all underground. I know. You'd never see them unless they're sticking out of a dog. Yes. Dogs inhale them sometimes too. <gasps> dogs oh. need to stay away from grass seeds. <laughs> Yeah, yeah get gross. dogs out of the grass. Yeah, out of the grass. It's a problem because they love the grass. Love the grass so much. If you're a vet, I think most of your daily responsibility is making dogs chuck up. <laughs> that yeah, seems yeah, to be yeah. most of what they do. Yeah. They just like, dogs and cats, they've eaten something awful. That is, give them, what's that awful substance Ip- called? Ipecac. Ipecac, yeah. Give them Ipecac and put a mat on the floor and be like, all right, time <laughs> to shine. <laughs> Chuck it up. Yeah. Just take your dog out to the spew room. It is like giving vaccinations, putting them down, and making people throw up. Yeah. <laughs> making dogs throw up. Well, Ben was talking, Ben Russell was on the uh, a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about his uh, dog had to get its anal glands expressed every once in a while. I thought this was just a joke. No, World City made up. No, that's a real no. thing, and it's uh, from the very <laughs> few details we got, because I did not want many more, it's apparently the worst thing in the entire world. Yeah, it doesn't like sound worst... great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't realise 
why it happened as well, and it's because dogs are, dogs shits are too small. Yeah, to push. some of them are. Yeah, some of them. Not every dog has this, but like the shits are too small to to well, push out milk the, the glands yeah. on the way out themselves. Yeah, it's bad. I think it's surely it's just it's little dogs only. I think. I think it is. Yeah, because they have little poos. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> surely that's an example of. We need to stop with the dogs. And it is yeah. always dogs where you're like, well, you shouldn't exist in the first place. Like, yeah. we shouldn't have done this to you. Very Every mistake. pug I see, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for what we did yeah. to you. Yeah. All those dogs that can't give birth anymore. So their hips are all fucked. Yeah. But then they keep making them give birth because they're the only French bulldogs in Australia or whatever. That's the other thing is if we're going to be doing this, you at least need to do some international fucking because mm. I don't think there's a French bulldog in this country that's not related to the other French bulldogs. <laughs> they're all cousins they're or something. They're all yeah. cousins. It's fucked. And then you breed them. It's a nightmare. Don't do what, that to a dog. What fashionable trait would you breed into a dog if you had to? Um, Gun to your head, you have... Mm, ten years to do it. <laughs> okay, gun to my head. I have ten years to make this dog the most beautiful thing that I think a dog is. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah. Um, I would want to get really, really fluffy dogs, like those ones where the fur is like 20 centimeters long and you can like groom it to stick out heaps. Oh, yeah. And then I would breed them to have the shovel faces of those shovel face dogs, like a bull terrier. Oh, the ones that look like a shark? Yeah, like the shark-looking shark dogs. Chaotic evil. <laughs> yeah, I want, like, the Just roundest <laughs> face with, like, like an orb of hair. They are the most upsetting dog to look at, I think, those shark-faced dogs. Yeah, and they're all short-haired dogs. You're really going to struggle to get long-haired DNA yeah. in them. Well, if I'm going to ruin a dog, I want to ruin the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be nice to have a dog with the extremely long tail that just gets in the way. I think that'd be nice. Like mouse levels? Yeah, like a disgusting rat tail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think it's That's knocking beautiful. shit off the wall. I think it'd be knocking stuff over all day long. No, but if it's yeah. like mouse levels of long. If it's mouse levels of long, yeah. Yeah, like... If it's dragging on the floor. Yeah, so you know how when mice wag their tails, it's mm-hmm. like the only the 
the base half of the tail is the wagging bit and the top half is like for flourish. Yeah. Wait, sorry, say that again. But then if the dog had the mouse tail, the flourish would be the bit that was knocking stuff over. That's true. But if it's on the ground, maybe it's just going to like, I don't know. Can a mouse control its tail at all or is it just dragging along? Sure, I think, I think it, can it control controls it. it a little. Yeah. Because can, can a mouse <laughs> whack its tail? Because <laughs> obviously it's not like a I monkey tail where it can. I think they use it for balance, right? Yeah. That makes sense. So they like tense it up maybe so they don't fall off a little ledge. Yeah. But they can't like. They can't <laughs> swing on it like a monkey, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, it'd be cool if, well, we'd be ruined if. Mice could have that they ability. an extra limb? I think cartoon yeah. mice can. Yeah. <laughs> mm. More facts from fiction, I yeah. see. I've just looked it up. Mice can wag their tail, but Ugh. it's a sign of, like, annoyance or aggression if they, like, they might wag their tail aggressively at another mouse. They can wag their tail. Yep. Oh, like, it's like cats where it's like if it's moving its tail weird, you want to leave it alone. I think yeah. it's pretty much every animal except dogs. If they're wagging their tail, it's not good. I think dogs are the sort of outlier. I've seen a video of a boar and the boar's wagging its tail. And they're like, oh, cute boar wagging its tail. And then the boar like runs them and runs at them. Right. So I think maybe dogs are sort of a weird exception. Maybe so. Like dogs are a weird exception to a lot of stuff. Mm. So weird. <laughs> we gotta stop doing things to them. Mm. What I would know, you they love us so much and all we do is hurt them. <laughs> in like really interesting ways. Unique yeah. and cruel. Oh, in ways that won't hurt them. <laughs> Generate no, sorry. And all they do is love us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in ways that will hurt them for generations. Yeah, mm. yeah. What yeah. would you do to uh, make a dog beautiful? Just like a really good nose for it to breathe through. <laughs> just huge nostrils you can <laughs> stick your whole fist in. So much, so much room to breathe yeah. and ears that work mm. and just nice. <laughs> what What do you think that dog would look like? Do you think there's it's like a, a dog? Hippopotamus dog. Yeah. Is there an animal out there? Do you think? Would look like your ideal dog, like a dingo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know dingoes aren't native to Australia? That's crazy. What? Where yeah. are they from? They they're like they've been here for a while, like three thousand years. But they were from well, the theory is they were from like Asian explorers from that. Like from 3,000 years that ago. That makes sense, I suppose. They do look quite Chow-esque. Yeah, and kind of like Shiba-y. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like they were just like explorers, unknown explorers, you know, 3,000 years ago, let some dogs loose and they're, they're dingoes. Huh. And I think that's why the Tasmanian tiger and Tasmanian devil are only in Tasmania because the dingoes ate them all and ate all their food. That makes sense. So they sense. drove them yeah, extinct on the mainland. Out. Yeah. I wish we had more native animals that still were around. That would be really We got good. most of them. I think. I worry for the bandicoot. Yeah, I worry for a lot of them. Yeah, I, I worry for all of the ones that we've got left. Except the kangaroo. They're doing Kangaroos pretty good. Kangaroos are There's fine. A That's a pest. Emus are you fine. Can eat those. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, those... Crocodiles are fine. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, crocodiles will. It's, they'll be it's, fine they'll forever. Be fine it's forever. the little mice I worry about. Yeah. Oh, they're so small. The ones they... that hop like a kangaroo, but they're tiny little mice. The kangaroo mice, mice they are Is that what they're fucked called? up, man. <laughs> their ears are enormous. They're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> they're so easy to eat. <laughs> they hop right into your mouth. <laughs> they hop right into your mouth. Oh, those poor kangaroo mice. Uh, oh, you awful. got me all stressed out. <laughs> and there's so many deer here now. Apparently there's a million... Uh, feral deer in Victoria now. How do you even get a deer on a boat? Yeah, why did you put yeah, a deer on a boat? How do you get a deer here? I guess maybe oh, on purpose, I suppose. That's the problem. Yeah. Is that everything, it's like, why is this here? And it's like, oh, because someone went to great lengths <laughs> to, to do, do this. this. The other day, I was in New Zealand, actually, but I'm, mm. I'm, my family's from New Zealand, but I grew up here. But like, yeah. I was just looking at some sparrows and I was like, 
I have never not seen a sparrow. Like in Australia or New Zealand, I've always seen sparrows my whole life, but they mm. are not native to either place, which oh. means that at some point a British person was getting on a boat <laughs> and and was like, what if there are no birds when we get there? <laughs> they went, BYOB, bring your own birds. That's so bizarre. Like, And why a sparrow? Why is that the one you bring? Man? I guess it's, it's the of... small, like you can put it in your pocket, yeah, I suppose. It's convenient there was to someone bring at it. the dock being like, there are no birds in Australia, <laughs> buy a sparrow, 50 bucks. Like, <laughs> Otherwise it'll be weird. Yeah. But everyone who was traveling, not everyone, but a lot of people who were traveling over were probably really wealthy. So you can imagine someone sending a letter back being like, oh, I do love it in the colonies, but, oh, heaven forbid, there are no sparrows for me to <laughs> gaze oh, upon yeah, in my would, morning cup some, of tea. Yeah, some act of, like, romance from some I think that's why somewhere. there are crows here. To, or like, it's like we want British bird song. In, in, yeah. And it's like, we have Australian bird song! <laughs> and it's gorgeous. Also, the crows' bird song sucks. It sucks, it's like man. Going, ah, ah, yeah. Ah, ah. Awful. Awful oh, actually, do you know what? Starlings, maybe they brought. Are there starlings here? It's something else. Know. It's one of those Britishy birds. Mm. To be fair, mm-hmm. we have cockatoos. Yeah, that's her. They're her, pretty. It's a bad, that's pretty bad. It's a bad noise. Yeah. They're so loud. Oh my god. Magpies I feel... though, beautiful. Oh, warbly, gorgeous. Wait, are magpies native to Australia? I think so. Well, some of them are. Some of them are, and some of them aren't. Is that aren't what you're they, saying? Yeah, aren't they a few kinds? Oh my god, I, th- I always assumed that they were that they were our guys, but. I mean, I don't know. Well, this is the dingoes have tricked us as well. Yeah. Okay, no, the Australian magpie. Okay, there are different kinds of magpies. So we have Australian magpies Mm. and then your classic magpies from other places, I guess. What's a classic? Is it they look the same? I don't I don't think they're they're not actually called the classic magpie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> your vanilla magpie. Your well, magpie original. Magpies are birds of the Corvidae family. Also they are crows. Yeah, we've already had some. Don't bring more. Oh, mm. oh, oh, a Eurasian. Okay, a European magpie looks like that. Give us a look. That's not right. That's not right at that's all. That's not no, right at all. It's, that's it's completely different. That's crazy. That looks like a... They're just black and white, like otherwise a, they're completely different looking birds. That's a sh- that's such that's a like, chic bird. That's mm. like that's a, a fashion fairy bird. bird. It's like shiny kind of. It oh. is like a really big fairy wren. Mm. Yeah, I None don't of care that. for it. No. <laughs> Not a fan. I'm loyal to the yeah. Australian magpie. Loyal to the Australian. Yeah, absolutely. It's weird like I cuz I grew up with cuz I've got Kiwi parents. So mm. in Australia, I love a possum. Mm. So sweet. Protect the possum, native possum. In New Zealand, we hit him with our car. Yeah, you have to like legally oh. if you see one, you have to throw you a rock at it, right? You have got to yeah. kill that possum. You it's have legal guns fuck him for with those. our birds. <laughs> which which possum do you guys have that's is it the Brush big tail. bushy one? That's yeah. the giant ones. That's yeah. hard to kill. They're yeah, they're f- and they're fucking big in New Zealand they're too. Huge. Yeah, they're yeah. not native, so they like eat all the birds' food and then the bird and like wreck all the trees for the birds. Yeah. And in New Zealand, we're very attached to our native birds. Yeah, so, so you should. Your birds are very beautiful. Yeah, you gotta you gotta hit that possum with your car. Yeah, there was a uh, uh, possum. What are they? The brush tails. They used to live. There was one used to live under our house when we were growing up. And it would just like occasionally get inside the house, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so it would just. And they really are big. Once you see them inside, they're like, very human esque as well. Yeah. The possum. It's sort of like you see, like a possum gets in your house, and you're like, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up?" Like, <laughs> possum gets in your house, and you think, "Oh, sorry, did you want something? Like, yeah, can I like, help you?" Like, like you start being like, "Oh." 
like what's up man like yeah. <laughs> did you need this right. they've got human little eyes and human little hands yeah, and it's like, like also very vicious claws like yeah, they're quite so vicious sharp. claws i'm still not over the novelty of the ringtail possum because <gasps> i'm from queensland so we we mostly have brushtail possums oh, yeah. whereas victoria you mostly have ringtail ones mm. so i see them on the power lines and stuff and i'm like look <laughs> at their little ringtails i had so beautiful cute. <laughs> the other, and was... when it's a baby on top, there's two ring oh, tails. That's so yes, sweet. A, like a, an apostrophe with their tails, mm. not apostrophe, quotation mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a, a ring tail possum on our roof a couple of weeks ago, and it was so its butt was hanging over the roof. And all... I love when they do that because they don't think you can see them because yeah. <laughs> they can't see you. But, but so your whole tail is over whole the edge. Tail and his little nutsack was also <laughs> hanging over. <laughs> he was hanging over the gutter. And it was maybe the best moment of my entire <laughs> life. Just look at this little guy. His nuts just like, that can't be... What uh, what's happening? <laughs> Just his nuts are hanging over. That that can't, That's too funny yeah. to happen in real life. Uh, and it's a cartoon yeah. situation. Yeah. And I, I I looked at it awestruck and didn't get a photo. Oh yeah. no! That would have made such a great Australian greeting card, like one of those souvenirs yeah. that you buy. Mm. Don't need a don't need a funny quote. Just the picture. Just yeah. the sure little some nuts. little possum nuts hanging yeah. over the edge of a, yeah. of a storm water drain. Hang in there. Does that work yeah. for nuts? Um, sure. <laughs> possum magic. At a certain possum point, magic. at a certain point, you can just say whatever, and people are like, "Okay, I guess yeah. sure." <laughs> I I there was a greeting card when I was in living in Queensland as well. Uh, maybe you've seen it. Uh, <laughs> it was. So there's like obviously a, someone's small business and they just got funny pictures of animals and put it on and they had like a funny thing to say. Sure. And so I can't remember any of the quotes, but it was, you know, a tiger looking surprised and being, you know, the quote was like. Yeah, I've been to a smoke I, mart. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of vibe. Uh, it's like, oh my God, you're that, you're how old? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Awful stuff. Hip, hip replacement. Yeah, oh, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, but there was one and it was a picture of a seal making a funny face. And then it said, you've been sealed. <laughs> Or maybe, no, I think it just said sealed. And then I looked at it, I'm like, what, what? does that mean? <laughs> what event? Have I been sealed because <laughs> I'm seeing a seal? Or is the card sealed? Or have we lost, what's, I don't understand this Was joke. Was it like you give it to someone with whom you've just made a deal? <laughs> maybe. Sealed. <laughs> Do you, that's fun to invent a greeting card for a, just like something you don't have cards for, like, you know, you I mean, have that's all, you, you have why your, every greeting card was invented. Uh, yes, that makes sense. But you have like your happy birthdays and your sorry for your losses, and then like thank you for doing business with me. <laughs> Sealed. Lock it in. Yeah, most cards, I guess, were invented because humans want to have less conversations, mm. and so they're like, "What? What can I do so that I've said something, but I do not have to talk?" <laughs> yeah. Sealed. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> why do you think cards? Sorry for your seal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> was there any clues on the inside? No, I think it was blank on the inside. That's crazy. It just yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> sealed? <laughs> yeah. I need more information. Uh, I was looking at it for so long. <laughs> I was like, I I must be missing something. I was racking my brain, but like, what else could sealed mean? <laughs> sealed. Sealed. You've been uh, yeah. I don't know. It was very. Well, like maybe you've bought a house. Like the deal is sealed. I just don't. But then know. Nothing, there was nothing about business in the rest of the card. You know, it was just a picture of a seal. What was the seal doing? Even if it, it was just, making a goofy face. If it, was, it just said seal, I would be like, 
Well, yeah. <laughs> that, that is a seal. Yeah, but seal duh. Seal duh is crazy. <laughs> what happened? Well, like, I guess we'll never know. served with like legal papers and be like, you've been sealed? Yeah, you've but then it's like, sealed. I don't think it would hold up in court. I think you have to actually say you've been you've served. Been <laughs> well, on that note, I've been Hayden. I've been Cass. And you've been Grace. I've been Grace. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you got a show coming up in Edinburgh. In, in Edinburgh. In Edinburgh. Uh, what are the dates? Uh... 1st of August to the 28th of August. Cool. My day off is the 14th. You get one day off the whole time? Yep. Okay. (laughs) That sounds fun. (laughs) So please, please come. No one knows who the fuck I am. On the Edinburgh Edinburgh Fringe website, Mm -hmm. um, my name is Grace Jarvis. The show is called This is the Last Goldfish That I'm Going to Eat for You. (laughs) (laughs) It's about all the stuff I did to try and make friends before I realized I had autism. Yeah. And uh, yeah, please come. It's so many shows. I'm at, I'm in Underbelly at the Wee Coo. Uh, in George Square for the whole run. There you and go. Grab your tickets if you're in Edinburgh. I also want to say that was one of my favourite shows at the Melbourne Comedy Festival Aww, this year. I saw you. it. It was brilliant. It's so tight and fun. Like, it makes you feel nice and it also makes you laugh. Aww. So. <laughs> <laughs>